Yo, we're back at it again. Alundis Winner's Paradigm here. You know, we're all about helping people win, recalibrate that mindset, and figure it out. So the first thing you're going to need to do, go to thewinnersparadigm.com, subscribe for our newsletter. That's how you're going to be able to stick around, know exactly what's going on with the Winner's Paradigm, Alpha Influence Media. Today, I got my friend Bill Murphy on the podcast. He's talking about running marathons. He's talking about overcoming and healing from wounds, PTSD, and really becoming his own man someone that went through martial arts and started learning and building his life back up to even talking about his book to where he's helping out others bill has an amazing story he took that negative that we grew up with made it into a positive you guys are definitely gonna love this one i've got my story you got yours i've dropped blood sweat and tears on the floor then look the devil right in the eyes and told him i want more Time to walk through hell's kitchen. I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up. Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff. I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset. Before there's no time left, the winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm. Yo, what is happening, y'all? It's Lundis. This is the Winner's Paradigm. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. I haven't jumped on here in a very long time, and I've been just grinding at the Winner's Paradigm, you know, and figuring out, hey, what's the direction we're going? What are we tapping into? How are we going to help people? What kind of things are we unpacking and showing people, hey, what peace looks like when you finally are able to get through years of trauma, frustration, pain being built up. So in order for us to keep this message going, I need you to drop a five-star review and a rating and let me know how this show's helped you so we can keep the shit going. Now, the second thing I want to say is um, go to myfitlife.net if you use the code uh, TWP20, you get 20% off all products. These are the products I'm using as well. So I don't promote something unless I'm using it. Last thing I just want to say is uh, do fucking you. Do what fulfills you. Do what makes you happy. Do what's going to allow you to be able to get to that next level, to hit whatever it is, to be able to get over that goal. Because you may not be where you're at right now. Um, and excuse me, you may not be where you want to be right now. But when you look at it in a nutshell, you're one day closer to where you want to be if you're putting that work in. I know it's sometimes we want to beat ourselves up. I do the same thing, you know, where I'm working on the business, working on the podcast. And it's like, man, I'm not where I need to be, but I'm getting there. It's a journey. So give yourself some fucking grace. Pat yourself on the back and tune into the Winner's Paradigm podcast if you really want to fucking win. Let's get it. My man, Bill, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast, brother. It's an honor, number one, to be able to talk with you. And I know today we'll jump into the resilience portion and really just teaching us how to become our own individuals. Uh, but before we get there, brother, would you mind sharing your story, you know, who you are, what you're passionate about today? Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, super excited to be on. I was uh, listening to a few of your podcasts, um, really good stuff and uh, inspiring and some great stories. From some folks. Um, yeah, man, uh, I know the, the word trauma has been brought up in some of your podcasts. And uh, un unfortunately, or fortunately, um, you know, I, I kind of grew up the same way. Um, you know, a little bit of a little bit of trauma in the background uh, growing up. Um, and, you know, just it taught me things not to do in life. 
uh, by by learning all the things that were were thrown thrown at me as a as a kid. But the weird thing was is I never really thought I had it that bad, you know, or just thought it was normal uh, until it, I realized it wasn't normal. And um, you know, it, it just it always motivated me to succeed in spite of. So I was always running from something instead of to something. But you know that gets old. So you got to have your motivations. You know, you can run from the pain, but you also got to look for, you know, the pleasure as well and not just keep running from the pain to spite something because you'll get tired and burn out. So I, I think it's a, a common it's a common balance to continue to continue to do that. Um, you know, what am I doing now? I'm still in. I know you, I heard on one of your um, previous episodes that you were in the mortgage business. I'm still in the mortgage business, been in 25 years, been it's been wonderful ups and downs, um, highs and lows. Uh, certainly, our uh, real estate's pretty tough right now with the with the market and low inventory and high interest rates. And uh, but it's still fun, you know, working with my team and you know, real estate investor and coaching. I coach uh, other other uh, producers within the within the industry. And you know, I just launched uh, a book in um, in October, Driving the Storm: Nine Principles overcome any adversity so it's been fun that is awesome brother and, and you know what I love how you said that too like when you're going through it you didn't think about it as you being that bad uh of of what you went through you know and everybody deals with their things differently and that was something for me that uh I didn't know you know was hey just because like I process something this way doesn't mean another person and then that that's kind of what I fell into would be like uh, I was real selected or I changed my personality a lot just to kind of mirror my audience because uh, at my dad's house, he's he's the hustler, he's the player. He does all this dumb, crazy shit all the time. So I got to be laid back. I got to have slang. I got to do whatever I want as long as, you know, I stay within his rules. Um, and, and really, I knew, too, because he was abusive. He drank a lot. So I was like, all right, you know, this is what I need to do to stay under the radar versus like going to my mom's house and then had a really conservative stepdad who was strict, you know, and say just these off the wall things sometimes that didn't resonate with me. Or for instance, I'm growing out my hair. Uh, the moment I grow up my hair and pick it out, they're like, oh, you're a hoodlum. But I'm like, man, you're the one, you know, teaching me. So how is it um, that I'm this, even though you're the one um, that I'm the reflection of. So something for me where it was like learning how to be in our own and then, you know, talking to other people where they're like, man, you know, uh, I didn't understand what you're going through. And in our head, we're like, what are you talking about? Like, this is normal. And, and so I really appreciate you tapping on that, brother, because I know that was something that I really needed to heal on before I started talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you have to oh, be aware of it eventually, um, you know, and then develop. You know, one of the things that my problem was is, you know, I never had any empathy for myself as a kid or self-love or self-compassion. And that's kind of taboo for men, you know, guys, guys world, you know, it's like, we mean love yourself. What do you mean self-compassion? You know, like growing up, you're soft if you have compassion for yourself. We, we don't, men don't cry. We don't talk like that. Right, man, that, 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 that dynamic has to change. Did you know, like, like there's a stat on this. I was doing, doing some talks on mindset. There's a stat that men are more likely uh, to die of suicide. They're four times more likely than women. And why is that? Because they don't talk about it, right? They keep it down. They keep it. They keep all those memories, all those 
horrific tragedies, trauma, traumatic things that happen in their life, they keep it down inside, suppress it until one day they burst and they burst the wrong way. And, and they don't talk to anybody because that wasn't okay. And women, on the other hand, you know, for the most part, they're able to at least, it's widely accepted, right or wrong, it's widely accepted that they can talk about it. They have therapy, they can get help. Men, oh boy, you don't you don't do that. You don't talk about that. You're considered soft if you do. So, you know, I heard you know I heard um, your buddy you had on uh, Jonathan, and he was he was very vulnerable. And you know what? I thought that in his and if you haven't listened to that podcast, that podcast was great um, for your listeners. But he was vulnerable, and man, did he show courage! Like his story, and then sharing at the vulnerable level and showing courage. You're way tougher if you can share. From, from a compassionate, softer side than if you're like, no, man, it ain't nothing. I just, I just blow that off. I brush that off. That's, that ain't, that ain't nothing. That's not going to bring me down. Well, you, you're probably keeping it inside and it's probably holding you back in a lot of areas of your life. And maybe, you know, you may be messing up um, because of it. No, I a hundred percent agree and understand that, you know, and that was something for me as well, you know, where, uh, just thinking about in, in really a year ago, I went on this journey thinking about what is a man, because in my head, you know, you got to be this macho, we got to be tough, we got to be protectors or providers. And yes, you know, we're all of those things. But the reason why I said is how do we be better leaders? And I love Jonathan for that reason is he can talk about that side is like, how are we going to get anywhere if we're still going through the same thing where I can't talk about it? You know, like in my case, it was having my dad uh, and I know with it, it's girls, money, sports, uh, sales, like it's these certain things. But outside of that, it's like, hey, don't fucking talk about that because then we're going to have problems type deal. And, and it goes back to that mindset of like, hey, figure it the fuck out. You know, you're fine. And it's like, how do we get from there to understand that? And that was for me as well as like getting vulnerable with myself and say, hey, man, it's OK, you know, and breaking down, being able to cry. Uh, and I got into cannabis in the journey, started journaling because I was like, man, like I need to tap into that side and really heal it. Because, again, it was, you know, no matter how many sales I closed, no matter how much money I was making, no matter who I surrounded myself with, it was still going through that same thing and looking myself in the mirror and being like, how do I say that I'm showing up every single day if I can't even, you know, heal from these things or acknowledge that the reason why there's a little resentment, anger is because there's unhealed feelings there. So I appreciate you uh, tapping in that as well, brother. Sure, sure thing. Yeah, it's important. The vulnerability piece is is very important these days. I mean, we gotta we gotta bring awareness out there, and it's okay. It's okay to talk about it. I mean, when I wrote the book, and I and I went deep in 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 sharing some some of the um, some of the incidents in my life. You know, a lot of the the toughest dudes I've ever met, and just you know that I looked up to, uh, came up to me. Said, "So glad you shared that. I had no idea." And these are these are dudes. These were like, you know they were, they were the macho, you know, they were the guy's guys. And, you know, I used to consider myself like, you know, I want to be a guy's guy and like vulnerability is, is weak and it's not vulnerability is tough car. You know, it's courageous and to kind of, to kind of let that go. It also puts you in a good light. You know, it'll, it'll bring peace when you're able to express yourself appropriately and not keep it pent up where it comes out inappropriately. It can come out it can come out in anger, hostility, uh, revenge, uh, self-medication and drugs and al alcohol, porn addiction, um, gambling, 
you know, food addiction, what, whatever, it can come out so inappropriate. So if you deal with it, you're going to be way better off. Yeah, exactly, brother. And I love the the way that you just said that again, you know, it's like we have to heal from these things. And I think part of that, you know, starts with building confidence of uh, what we can do, because I just went through that as well. And it's kind of funny that we're talking about this, because uh, that's where my intention is being is like, not being as hard on other people, because we went through the same thing. But it was really learning as well as like, the only way as a man that we can get better is by doing hard shit. So you can't judge a man who hasn't done hard shit. You just got to be there for him when they go through it. And that was something for me where I'm like, man, like we're always projecting, we're getting mad about what we went through because we're like, fuck, we've been there. But at the same time, it's like, aren't we supposed to just be the light instead of just trying to force it down people's throats, forcing down? Like, why don't we just work on that? And I think that's something, you know, with building that character, showing who we are, uh, the more that we're present and we're working on ourselves daily we can be there for other people so for you brother what was it that allowed you to be able to build those daily regiments that allowed you to stay consistent number one so you show up for yourself before you show up for anyone you show up for your family yeah you know I was just I was always a hustler because that was the only way I could I could get by so the the hustle was was innate because that was my survival tactic but now it's now it's like it's so I'm so routine. Like I try to get up before everybody else gets up because I want to get more done before everybody even starts their day. You know, they're not even pouring their coffee and I've already, you know, you know, run 10 miles and, and journaled and meditated and, and, and prepared my day and and read the scripture, you know, like so, you know, that that's that's so important to get ahead, you know, bookending your day, you know, where you're. You get up before everybody else and you go to bed and you go to bed uh, on a positive note. Now, we're so used to news, Netflix, you know, scrolling, uh, social media, whatever. And it's just garbage in, garbage out. You go to bed with that kind of with that kind of stuff. And chances are you're staying up late and then you may get up late because you went to bed late. And so, like, if you can, I know you mentioned journaling. I think if you can journal to close your day. Hey, what were my wins today? What did I learn from today? What am I thankful for today? And that will just set you up for the, for tomorrow. And so shut the TV off, shut, shut your computer and your phones down and just kind of end your day with a little bit of thanks and some life lessons. And it, you know, that's a great way to, uh, to kind of get that regimen going. I, I love that there, brother. Cause that's something that I'm really passionate about as well. You know, it's just really taking that time. Cause I go through the same thing where we have to show up early. Like for instance, I got up at three today. I'm back on my regimen there. It's fucking tough because I have really bad joint pain. So since it's been raining a lot, that's where I'm like making excuses. Oh, my fucking joints hurt. And then I go later on in the day, I still get the workout in, but it's just really hearing my body. And for me, uh, I, I learned that, hey, I have to get up regardless early every single day, whether I work out or wait to get the workout in and really stretch, get my body going because right. mentally I need to show up. But two, I need to be able to get some work done because uh, I got this little one going around you guys hear her in the in the episode um and it's like how do I show up for her how do I show up for my wife well I got to be able to do all these different things and with it was really coming from talking within about the things that I went through as well so I appreciate you tapping on there again brother because you're showing you know those elements of hey you know when we get to be able to do something we start off the day right we end the day right it allows us to be able to build into it uh, that was something for me today as well, where I woke up and I was like, man, I don't feel good, but I'm going to go get this workout in. I show up there at first. No, you know, and eventually was able to push myself through a workout after it was like, you know what? I feel really good for, for what I did. Uh, so 
what would you recommend to any man right now that's kind of struggling with their process? They're trying to figure out, hey, who they are, are they aligned to what they want to do so they can be able to be the best version of themselves? Well, I, I guess you get to uncover and unpack where you're stuck. What 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 does that look like? You know, where are you struggling? And then align yourself, you know, like like you and your buddy Jonathan, like you guys talked, you know, I, I know you talked about both having small things. So so find your top five. Talk to your talk to your people. Um, that will lift you up. I mean, there's gonna be people in your life that might be in your top five, but they're toxic. You know, it could be your family. You know, you, you want to be very careful on who you talk to because you need those folks to lift you up. So your top five, definitely therapy is not out of the question. I mean, if you find a good therapist, a group, whether it's group therapy, like whatever you're, where, wherever you're falling short and you need to get, you need to get some help, get coached, um, you know, surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up. Put yourself in a place where you want to be, um, where people are already there. So like if you're in sales, Surround yourself with those top salespeople. Call on those top salespeople. If you're in business, you know, in that whatever that niche is or whatever that field is, surround yourself with those people. Like put yourself in those places where uh, it's going to help you succeed rather than, you know, turning to self medicate or turning to some vices that are going to bring you down just to get you through the day. So I, I, I would, I would look for uplifting um, folks in your life that you can turn to right now. Absolutely, brother. And in, in, I agree to that. Uh, one thing that you talked about earlier, and I want to touch on this before we end here, uh, is you talked about your book and really going through, talking about your events in there and working through it. So what was the process like for you when you're kind of, you know, writing everything down on paper and getting all those thoughts formulated, but maybe realizing that, hey, I need to be able to process more or be able to understand this fully so I can be able to talk about it and help other people on their journey. Yeah, that's a great question. That's an awesome question. And it got me thinking that when uh, I was doing the going through the book and all the adversities and traumas and the 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 wrongdoings that that I went through, right? I realized that I had no ill will, you know, and the ill will would have been against, you know, some some people, especially my dad and my wife, and I had no ill will. And by not ha not having resentment or being upset with him through that process was incredibly healing. Because if I was holding on to that, we'll go back to when we were talking earlier. If you're holding on to just angst and anger and tension and just revenge or, you know, rooting for bad karma, whatever it is, if you're holding on to that, that will keep you down. You will not be able to unstick or be unstuck from where you want to go. So you got to let that go and, and, and no judgment. I mean, just let it go. And if you could, if you could actually take that a step further, send blessings, send blessings. Now that's the process. You may need a couple of therapists to get through some of that stuff, but honestly send, you know, just say, you know what? I, I wish that person the best, you know, no ill will here, but really, really feel no animosity, no resentment. You got to feel it within like forgiveness and peace. Because if you're just going through emotions, say, yeah, I'm just saying this to say it, but I don't mean it. Then you're stuck again. So you got to, it's a press, it's a process in practice. 
No, I love that again. Uh, and I commend you for that, brother, because that's something that I went through and I'm currently going through to where uh, I felt frustrated in the past. You know, we do all this fucking work and then all of a sudden you're talking and then we're talking about things we don't talk about. So feelings arise and now we're screaming to where we're like, that's where my focus was, was not to act that way. Uh, that's something I started doing as well. You know, just praying, sending blessings to people and being like, hey, you know what? I forgive you for this. And, and yes, all the feelings are going to go through. And you know what? I can't expect you to be perfect because I'm not perfect either. And it starts with me taking that first, acknowledging it, being able to move on to be able to get there. So that's something I'm continually working at. And I appreciate you talking about that because that's one of the toughest things we do is like, we're so angry about it. We want revenge. And then you're like, you know what? That's not really what life's about. That's not really what it is. You just got to be able to accept it and understand that you're grateful that you went through it. You know, you had those people in your life regardless because uh, they taught you that story. They helped you move forward. So appreciate you there, brother. Before we get to the last question here, where can people find you if they want to keep up with you? They want to hear more of your story. Yeah. So we have some resources on thrivinginthestorm.com. A lot of our podcasts that we've been on, a lot of our blogs, uh, we have some journal um, journal downloads and uh, some exercises from the book that we go through. There's uh, like 21 exercises. So we talked a little bit about the, the book ending your day and giving, giving thanks and gratitude. And some of that process is, is in there. They can certainly get on that site, thrivinginthestorm.com or reach out to me. Absolutely, brother. We'll send people your way. Last thing here, what would you say to the previous version of ourself who is looking to recalibrate their mindset? We don't know where to start. We just want to align ourselves with our definition of success. Well, if you want to recalibrate our younger self, you know, we talked a little bit, you know, about, you know, past. And I really think it's important um, to make peace with your past and not hold that against you. Self-compassion, self-love forgive, let go, send those blessings. But but as you forgive others, you have to forgive yourself for any missteps. And we hold on. So if we aren't able to go through the process and let go of what someone's done to us, don't blame yourself anymore. Let it go, but do the work. That's what I would say. Boom. That's powerful, brother. Uh, I really appreciated you, you know, talking to you today. Definitely love to have you on in the future. So thank you again, my friend. Thanks for, thanks for having me. This is fun. I've got my story, you got yours I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left